Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Gwinnett, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Good morning and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk with business leaders from Atlanta and the surrounding communities. Silver Lining in the Cloud is brought to you by CDI Managed Services, where we outsource IT solutions, infrastructure support, and cloud computing. I'm Dom Rainey, and I'm with CDI, and uh, I'm hosting the show today. Uh, today, we've got two great business leaders in the studio from uh, Five Star Painting. We'll be speaking with their owner, Scott Specker, and also from uh, the Hot Lead Key. We're also talking with their CEO, Lyle Shepard. Welcome, guys. Uh, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us today, and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud. Good morning. Good to be here. Great, great. Thanks, Dom. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so first up, we've got uh, Scott Specker with Five Star Painting. Scott, tell us about Five Star, uh, how you decided to go into that business, and uh, a little bit about your company. Sure. Uh, I own Five Star Painting. We're based in um, uh, Swanee Sugar Hill. Uh, we do we operate um, uh, between 485 from Duluth to Gainesville. We have a section of the of Northeast Atlanta that we operate out of. Uh, we're a full-scale uh, painting company, so we project manage, uh, we provide color consultation, we do financing, uh, really soup to nuts of, of uh, the painting world. We've expanded also into um, installing gutters, of course, cleaning gutters, um, but installing gutters and gutter guards. We've got in, gotten into some unique things where we build uh, custom barn doors for customers, uh, for interiors. And then, of course, a lot of wood repair. A lot of homes in some sections of Atlanta uh, have a lot of wood rot and a lot of rotten siding that we've had to replace, so we've gotten into that business as well. Um, I got into the business two years ago. I had a very successful uh, career with um, in the CPG world, consumer products goods. I was with AC Nielsen. Well, it turned into Nielsen, the Nielsen Company. I was there so long it changed names, I think, three times. Uh, and... Um, Lived in three different areas. I lived in Chicago, Pittsburgh, and then in Atlanta with multiple different uh, large clients. So my last client was Coca-Cola. The one before that was Georgia Pacific. And then in Pittsburgh, I worked with Heinz. So got a lot of great experience from those companies working with their heads of sales and marketing. Um, and we were on the um, analytical side in the market research world. So we helped them understand their pricing strategies, promotional strategies, uh, targeted marketing, doing everything we can to help them sell their product and monitor their market share. Um, I guess I just reached a point in my career and, and in my life where, um, you know, I was commuting uh, about 80 miles a day. I had to go down to Coca-Cola. Um, nothing against Coke. Love the people there. But the commute was a drag. I have three boys at home that, uh, you know, love me, want me around. I have a great wife who's there as well. And, you know, um, we, uh, we just uh, reached a point where, you know, we just wanted something home-based, um, and I've always dreamed of owning my own business. Um, been researching it for years. I've been writing business plans. Um, in fact, when I came out of college, I had a business plan to start a business, um, but just didn't work out with finances. Um, so we uh, hired a coach um, with the Entrepreneur Source, and he prevented many different franchises. He presented many franchised, uh, franchises to us, and um, Five Star just kept rising to the top. They had a very professional approach to what I say a, a white collar approach in a blue car blue collar industry. So, you know, estimates are done on site. They're printed. Um, 
you know, very, very professional approach to it um, that I hadn't seen. We have a call center staffed in Utah, um, which was a big plus for me. Uh, I love their uh, estimating software as well. Um, and I felt it could really give me the balance of my life that I was looking for um, with really having something at the end of the day completed. You know, mm-hmm. you paint someone's house and you got something. It's not just a report or something you sent to someone. And it, it, it just felt really um, like it could be rewarding. And it has been. Hasn't, not to say it hasn't been uh, tough, though. Yeah, Scott. So uh, are we talking about the commercial side and the residential side? Well, yeah. So commercial, we're going to make a big targeted approach to that uh, next year. We have done um, a bunch of commercial work. We've done repaints for some schools um, in the area, actually right here in Gwinnett. We've done a majority of our commercial work has actually been in Gwinnett County, so it's been a huge blessing. Um, But we've just increased our insurance limits now to work with some really big property managers like CBRE, uh, we did a big job out in uh, Cobb County for Childers property, so we're very excited about um, having this this new insurance, which you know was an investment for us, but it's opened up a lot more doors for us. So we'd love to get into some more office work. Uh, it really helps us stay busy, especially in weeks where businesses are closed. Um, Thanksgiving, we did four commercial jobs um, in one week because the businesses were closed and we could operate. And they wanted us. They wanted it done then, and you know we're looking to do the same over Christmas and New Year's. Okay, great. Uh, I'm sure you mentioned uh, touched on a little bit about uh, project management. Uh, is that important? <laughs> and why is it so important it's to have, f- it, have your project managed when it's just you know thinking about painting? You know, mm-hmm. to my business, it was the first hire that I made uh, as opposed to a salesperson. Uh, because I was doing everything, you know, the first year, first six months, uh, that's I did everything, and it was the thing I was the least good at. So I hired for some, I hired for my weakness, uh, which was a lot of details and constant follow up with the customers. I knew how to do it. I just, it, it's not in my, um, it, it's not really what I'm best at. So um, it's 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 pivotal. You know, I saw it when customers were giving us good reviews, and they said, you know, I couldn't believe I had someone there to look at all the details of the job, not only start the job, visit me every day, call me, let me know what's going on with my job, when's it going to finish. And then um, they've even said, you know, she's pickier than I am, and she found spots that I never would have even seen. And, you know, the painters, you know, uh, respect her, and she goes through and and makes sure the job is absolutely perfect. So the customer says, I don't see anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, here's the money, and and you move on. That's great. So the project manager's right in the middle and has to keep both sides happy, and that's a win-win, right? Yes. (laughs) Well, we try for a win-win every time. I can't say we're perfect. It sounds like you do. So uh, is is there a process, uh, skill set type of thing that uh, comes into play as well? There is. So a lot of attention to detail. Um, I did hire a, a female, which I thought, <laughs> you know, was really good for a couple of reasons. One, they tend to be a little more attention to detail than us men, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, a lot of our customers are females. I felt it would be more comfortable for uh, a lot of stay-at-home moms, you know, hire us um, than dealing with, you know, what they typically have in terms of painters. And um, so, yeah, the skill set I looked for was someone that attention to detail, uh, someone that really liked getting their hands dirty because they are lifting up paint and driving a truck, and they're not behind a desk. They're riding around all day. You know, sometimes we have five to six jobs going on in a week, so it's a lot of running around. Um, but someone that's also tough because you know painters can be fickle. Um, they're artists, so they can be uh, they can be difficult sometimes. So she uh, has to also be quite tough. Okay. All right. We're talking with Scott Specker. He's the owner of Five Star Painting. Went from the corporate world to having a paintbrush in his hand and built a company out of it. 
That's that's awesome. Scott, does it cost more to have a project management uh, program? She gets paid a percentage of the of the total business that she manages. So I don't, you know, my pricing is comparable to every other reputable company that's out there. So so it's included. Oh it's yeah, it's included. included. Yeah, there's no yeah, and no one's ever said, oh, I don't want that. Can you decrease your price? So we're we're the same price as everybody else. Um, so somehow we we find a way to make it work. Well, that's great. Um, you know the the. When it gets down to paint, uh, you know, it sounds like a simple thing. But, you know, I found out in business and in the world, uh, nothing simple, really, when you dig into it. So is there a difference in the brands and types of paints? Does it make a difference, you know, interior, exterior? Can you share some of that light? Absolutely, yeah. I think it makes a huge difference. Um, A lot of people don't realize, but the cheaper paints tend to not cover as well. So you're putting multiple. I was just at a house yesterday, a lady had a cheaper paint from uh, one of the big box guys, and I'll leave their name out, but uh, uh, she said, yeah, I used this upstairs, and I had to put three or four coats on because it wouldn't cover. So uh, it's a brand we never use. She already bought it, so we're going to have to paint it. But, yes, it, it just requires double, triple the, the labor when you, ha- when you buy a cheaper paint because it won't cover. It doesn't give you the true color uh, that you're looking for as well. A lot of people don't realize that. And especially on exteriors, you know, there's lots of different pieces. Sometimes you can have five, uh, four to five different types of paint uh, for one house. So you've got metal roofs. You've got semi-gloss that goes on doors. Usually that's a different color. Uh, you've got gutters. You've got soffits. So uh, it can be, uh, you know, it's it's not as, as simple as people think. And then on the inside, the biggest thing, too, is also the sheen. So you can have different types of um, you know, people a lot of times accidentally buy a flat versus an eggshell, and then they're unhappy with uh, how it looks on the walls. Mm-hmm. And I guess cleaning up, cleaning up, clean up, and and all that. Mm-hmm. And labor's more than paint, so why uh, mm-hmm. you know cut 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 corners in that area? Absolutely. But to answer your question, yes, we prefer Sherwin Williams, Benjamin Moore. I think per- Porter makes a good brand. We've been using them a bit more, mm-hmm. um, but we don't use really much else. So Scott, there's a lot of do it do it do your do it yourselfers out there. Uh, why why should someone hire a company to paint when they think they can do it themselves? Well, on the inside, I would say you know their time is usually worth more than they think. So painting takes a lot of time to do it right. Uh, I would say you know it's not only just the length of the project, but also the amount of tools that you need that you don't realize. So it's the trips back and forth to the store that people don't realize. So. You know, the uh, the longest we've ever been in a house, and we've done some very large homes in Laurel Springs and in, you know, TPC Sugarloaf and stuff, the longest we've ever been is eight days uh, to paint an entire house, every inch of a house. So, you know, the average job for us is two to three days, and people are always amazed at how quickly we do it because it's it's not just that we're quick and fast and cheap and dirty. It's that they know how to do it. There's an efficient way to paint um, with, with the steps that they go through and using the same paint throughout. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, to me, I would say it's uh, – I've always been able to identify if a house um, has been painted by that person or a professional. I can tell instantly by looking around. So, one, it's the it's the quality that you'll see on, on the cut lines, but then also I think it's it's their time. They don't realize that, you know, we're in and out of there at, in two or three days versus them, you know, several weekends. A lot of the guys work, of course, and it just chews up every single weekend. So Okay. Scott Specker with Five Star Painting. Is there something people can do to, to, to get longevity out of a paint job? You know, cleaning the house, that type of thing. Do they use you for mm-hmm. those services? They do. So exteriors, yeah, you should actually clean your house. You should pressure wash the house every 12 to 18 months. Um, not a real strong one, but just get the dust off there. That eats away. Get the dirt off there. 
Um, a lot of people leave their screens up for long periods of time, and then they get like a dirt line on the bottom of the screen. Uh, they should take those down and clean in there. It does deteriorate and cut into the paint. Um, inside, there's really not much you can do on the inside. Just watch the light. You know, a lot of people actually um, have those big window walls in their family rooms and stuff. If they could decrease the amount of light that comes in, because I think that fades the paint as well. It certainly hurts furniture and, uh, and hardwood floors, too. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's a competitive industry. What do you attribute to uh, making your company successful? What's unique? What's different about what you guys are doing? It's extremely competitive. Uh, I hear a lot of things. I mean, uh, I think the main answer is that it's not one thing, luckily, because uh, if it was one thing that made us, you know, successful the second year, I think I'd be concerned. So I think it's the professionalism that we bring to it. Um, I think it's our estimates. I think it's our management, the quality of the painters we have weeded out and gone through a lot of painters because we are very demanding. If they don't cut it, we just don't hire them again. So they, we move on. And we have gone from, I think, you know, at the end of the first year, we had about, I think it was about 50 W9s that we had, and we were down to four or five crews. So it was a 10 to 1 ratio that that just, they just didn't cut it. Um, so it's that, I would say. Um, it's also our knowledge, too. I've heard that. So we got a job last week because the guy was very impressed with our knowledge about staining. We were staining a cedar house, which is very involved. So cedar shakes. So you've got a pressure wash, you've got to strip it. Um, and uh, he said, well, what's next? And I said, well, we need to pick the stain. And we, it's a great picture. I posted online. It has three stains that all say they're oil-based and cedar. But when they go on the house, they look totally different. So we put them up there for him, said, one, two, three, which one do you want? And he picked one, and, and we went with it. And I don't think anyone else offered that to him. I think they just threw a price at him. But I could talk intelligently to him about the different stains, the warranties, the application. So I don't know. Long, okay, long Scott, answer. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. And I, and I got to ask you, I'm thinking back to the last time I painted my house. Yeah. And I'm trying to, you know, the biggest decision I had was brush or spray. Mm. Yes, I hate to put that one on you, but uh, can you shed a little light on, should, should, you know, on the exterior? Should you brush it, or should you spray it, or does it really matter? That's a great question. I get that uh, from a lot of people in the Northeast, so uh, that's a that's a really good question. So it depends. So uh, if it's hardy plank, I think you're fine with spray. I think you're better off with spray. Um, stucco, you should spray and back roll. Um, cedar, you need to spray and back brush. Log, you should probably brush on. Um, there are some guys out there that are selling brush. It just takes a long time. You're going to have four or five guys at your house for a long time. And labor is very expensive. So I'm happy to brush paint your house, um, but there's going to be a price to it. It's not the same as spray. Uh, the majority of companies, I say 90%, 95% from what I've seen, are all spraying on houses. Um, when you have a you know, experienced, um, experienced painter, they will not have the overlaps and if there's overspray they you know they take it off or paint over it no problem so okay. there shouldn't be too much of that so and this time of the year you know it's a little a little different with the temperature thing you know um, uh, you know is it okay to paint this time of the year is there a temperature thing that that people have to think about uh, you know should they pull the trigger or when you know what how cold it is whatever yes everyone should paint their house so just saying that. Way. Everyone. <laughs> so, get it, get uh, it painted. I just, the woman just, this, I just had this question this morning. So we're in the middle of doing the cedar house right now. Um, that you have, stains a little bit different, so it needs to be a little bit warmer. Outside temperatures, we like to be around 50 or above. The temperature of the house needs to be above 40, mm -hmm. um, and we do monitor that. We watch the, we have the weather channel scrolling in my office all the time. 
Uh, so we do pull and stop when, you know, certainly rain looks bad, but then the coldness. Um, you know, a lot of people are signing up now and they know if there's a weather break, then we'll get them done as soon as possible. We're trying to get interiors right now, but we do pretty much stop doing exteriors from mid-December to last year. I think we started up again the end of February or mid-March, but um, as soon as we can. When it's above 50, we're, we're painting. Okay. Everyone's painting. All right, folks. So if you're on the fence, so to speak, about uh, making a decision about whether you should paint this time of the year or not, call Scott Spector at uh, Five Star Painting. Uh, do you guys come out and do free assessments? Oh, yeah, all oh. the time. Okay, excellent. So that's part of your program as well. So uh, what's it about Gwinnett County? Is there is there something different about doing business in Gwinnett versus other areas of town? I think so. There's older homes, um, and there are homes certainly in Lawrenceville that have that old LP siding, um, which can be a problem if it's not maintained. It's not like hardy plank. You can just let it go, and you know the hardy plank will just chalk up, and you'll you'll feel the paint come off, and all that's left is the the hard substance that's in um, that's in paint. When LP, when the paint sort of wears down, which it always does. It dries up and it flakes, and it's a overlapping LP, and you can take your finger on the bottom of it and run it up, and it'll just flake right off. Um, so we tend to only see that in Gwinnett because the homes are older. It's rare we see that in Forsyth. Um, we'll see it in Hall a bit, um, excuse me, a little bit up in Gainesville, but uh, I think that's definitely unique to Gwinnett. Um, I think the Gwinnett Chamber is a bit unique, uh, to be honest with you. We, we were also a member of other chambers, and there's a great camaraderie with Gwinnett. Um, I have an estimator going there every Thursday now, and he just it's it's wonderful. He loves it. The people like him. It's a it's a great networking group, um, as opposed to just a chamber. So it's uh, we've really enjoyed the Gwinnett Chamber. Uh, but the biggest thing we've seen is that that older siding uh, that uh, is difficult. It needs to be if once it's flaking, it needs to come off. It needs to be replaced with hardy plank. Uh, is what we recommend. And, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Scott Specter was five star painting and. Uh, you know, what's uh, what's 2015 look like? Everybody's thinking about next year now. How does that uh, stack up for five-star painting? Yeah, we're in the middle of planning right now. I have, um, you know, the, the benefit of five-star is you get advice. So our um, our mentor and, and the president's actually coming to my house next week, and we're going to sit and go over the business. I've, um, I've got a whole plan laid out for 2015. It's going to have a stronger commercial focus. Um, the residential will... I don't know how many changes we're going to make there. We've got residential estimators now that have been with us uh, for almost a year. I have three of them. Uh, we might turn one of them into a commercial estimator. Um, not quite sure. I'll know in about a week, but we do plan. We had significant growth this year. We doubled, over doubled um, in year two from year one. So we're very happy with that. Uh, year three, I don't know if we're double. Depends on who you ask. If you ask my wife, she wants to double. But <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I'll do what I can. It's hard to double anything <laughs> yeah. after you double it once, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, great. Okay, so marketing and that type of thing, you've got a lot of going on there. We That's do. We have a new some new marketing stuff. Um, we, uh, we signed up for the HOA community newsletters in a couple big neighborhoods, so that's a little bit new. Um, we have signed. We we might do a little bit more with Angie's list. Uh, hopefully the rep's not listening because he'll start hounding me more. But uh, we might do more with Angie's list. Um, a lot of the pay you you still have to do, uh, get new business, and a lot of people are still searching. We're gonna do some more uh, promotions. Actually, I have a promotion running right now where you get a free color consult, um, whether you hire us or not. We'll just send a color consultant out to your house, and she'll help you pick all your colors. So we're doing that promotion now. Um, 
and they have to just give us their name and email, and then we'll raffle it off in the, in the next week or two. That is launching probably this week, so that should generate some new people. Um, our our business, our marketing is so much online. Uh, there's also referrals, which is big, and, and sometimes our revenue for the month can be about 50% referrals. Um, repeat customers, it's just rare. You know, you kind of paint once, and then you're done, you know, for eight years on the outside. The inside, you might... Uh, or you might refer us, you know, to to your business, but mm-hmm. repeat paint. You have to wait every sort of five to six years to get repeat business. Okay, great, uh, Scott. Uh, anything else you want to share with us about Five Star Painting, or tell us tell our listeners how they can reach out to you and get no, in you touch can, and get you can that find free us, estimate? Mm-hmm, you can find us online. Uh, the easiest website I would say is just SwaneeHousePainting.com. We also have. Um, uh, you know, of course, office line 770-983-6085. And listeners here can certainly call me as well. So that'd be no problem. And it's uh, heartwarming to know that uh, you can help colorblind people like me pick out the right colors for their house interior and exterior. Absolutely. Five-star painting, folks. Uh, give them a call. Um, you've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud brought to you by CDI Managed Services. And next up, we've got Lyle Shepard. Uh, he's the CEO of the Hot Lead Key. Lyle, tell us about Hot Lead Key and what's going on there. Interesting name. Right. So uh, good question, Dom. When I came up with the name Hot Lead Key, uh, I wanted to purvey that really uh, what we do is about keeping the leads that you do have hot. Okay. And um, we spend a lot of time and effort trying to develop leads and develop prospects in our businesses. And sometimes we don't follow the right procedures to keep those leads doing what they need to do for us. You might find that uh, you get too bogged down during the day with those things that are happening that you just have to do, whether it's uh, taking care of the accounting or payroll or um, paying bills or whatever it might be, and you forget to foster those leads and and cultivate them in the way that you need to to uh, develop the revenue and, and do the revenue generating activity that, that needs to come to to, to cultivate those leads and, and convert them into sales. So a lot of marketing background strategy, that type of thing, uh, uh, took you into the uh, into the direction and the name Hot Lead Key? Absolutely. So, um, you know, I owned my first business when I was 11 years old. I had uh, 85 uh, papers, and uh, I delivered those 85 papers on my bicycle uh, with a bag on the front, you know, and I'd fold them, and I'd pedal, and I'd throw, and, and I'd collect that, that money at the end of the month and, and all that good stuff. So uh, I've been working, in essence, my whole life. Uh, and um, so, you know, that took me to uh, some food and retail uh, in high school and, and then uh, – after college, uh, I ended up uh, in the manufacturing end of it, uh, building uh, high-performance offshore power boats in, in Michigan. And um, while that was sexy and a lot of fun, um, it, you know, it, it didn't have uh, legs, wasn't going very far. So um, uh, when my wife said, uh, I really like to live in warm weather, uh, we looked at, at Georgia and, and came down here. And since being here, uh, I've worked in logistics, uh, business-to-business sales, uh, a lot of experience in, in call center development. Um, uh, kind of took me into the uh, the insurance industry and uh, and working with the insurance side of things. And uh, when I took over and managed uh, an agency, 
of about 12 people. I was able to, in a year and a half, grow that to about 35 sales agents uh, with another 10 in support staff. And we were writing somewhere in the neighborhood of about 1,850 policies a month. So it was, it was high volume, uh, very aggressive, uh, very successful. Uh, and uh, through all of that, you know, I had a, a unique blend of uh, experience that took me to be able to do what we do here at Hot Lead Key today. So, you know, when you take uh, logistics, when you take business to business sales, and you take uh, enterprise call center management and, and things of that nature, and you, you converge all that experience, you come up with uh, some things that uh, small to medium sized businesses don't really have access to. Uh, and, you, and you find ways to convert that into something that works for uh, people that are trying to run small businesses. Maybe it's an independent insurance agent out there who uh, is trying to balance all that stuff. They, they're doing it all. They're, they're a, a one-man band. And uh, you want to provide the tools for them to be able to focus on the things that are going to make them efficient, that are going to make them successful, that are going to grow their business. And, and you have to find uh, ways to do that. Uh, we, we partner with uh, a lot of uh, software companies that uh, provide solutions like that, outsourcing companies that provide solutions like that. And then um, I write a lot of process. Uh, mm -hmm. I do a lot of uh, process and, and strategy type work with, with business owners. So I, I, I like to say I coach. Uh, a lot of people understand that if you've ever played a sport or ever done anything um, uh, competitively that, that has required a coach, you understand that the coach can't get out there on the floor or can't sit there in the match and, and you know make the plays, but they can prepare you and they can give you the tools that you need to be competitive and, and to do the things that, uh, that are going to make you successful. So mm -hmm. um, Hot Lead Key came out of that. It came out of the passion and desire of wanting to work with uh, business owners and managers to uh, basically buy their time back or give them their time back uh, from all of those things that they were uh, focused on that maybe weren't efficient, that maybe weren't uh, revenue generating, uh, that sort of thing, and and allow them to do the things that they're not only good at, but that they started their business for in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we all, we all do something that uh, we were excited about at the onset, you know, whether it is that we were excited about working in a particular industry or whether it was that we were excited about uh, providing a particular lifestyle for our families or, uh, you know, maybe it's just that we wanted to have our freedom. We wanted to spread our wings and, and call our own shots. And you know, some people say, uh, you know, Business owners don't run their own businesses. Their businesses run them, right? Well, that's a choice. <laughs> you know, we, we can allow that to happen, uh, but, you know, with the right focus, with the right intentionality, uh, we can get out there and we can uh, make that plan ourselves and, and follow something that's going to uh, be successful and, and be able to focus on the things that we really enjoy about our business instead of, you know, having to do all the things that we don't enjoy about our business. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Lyle Shepard with Hot Lead Key. Uh, Lyle, is there a particular audience or type of business or size business that you guys cater to? Right. So, uh, you know, like I said, we can work with businesses as small as, uh, say, the, the one office location for an, an independent insurance agency, which uh, tends to be somewhere between 60 and 80 percent of, of our business. Uh, we also work with uh, larger companies. Um, 
in the energy uh, industries and, and, and vertical, uh, with uh, women's retail uh, apparel, that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, whether you've got, you know, 300 stores, whether you've got, you know, 2,000, 5,000 employees, or, or whether you're a one-store, uh, three-man team, um, you know, we, we work with all kinds of different businesses. We, we really okay. are uh, branching out, especially in 2014, we've branched out a lot into different verticals uh, from insurance. I just, I just kind of naturally fell into that because a lot of what I was doing uh, supported that kind of, of business coaching and business consulting. But uh, what I have found is that a lot of the, the strategies and a lot of the processes that I implement uh, – are synonymous uh, regardless of the industry, regardless of the vertical. And so we're able to implement some things that really have had huge impacts uh, with, the, with the companies that we work with. Okay. And you mentioned you partner with uh, technology firms uh, to provide software as a service. Uh, tell us how that works, what that means. Right. So uh, a lot of people, especially business owners, uh, my age and older, uh, very, very uh, concerned about the move in technology and how much technology is uh, a responsibility, uh, you know, to have in our business. Uh, it, you know, Scott even said uh, while he was talking about how he, he loved the way that, you know, technology was allowing him to do um, his quotes right there on site and, and you know, very, you know, very user friendly that way. So probably saves him a ton of time. And, and, you know, in our business, it's about saving time. It's about being efficient. It's about measuring um, everything that we do and making sure that we're making the right decisions. So at the onset, I decided to vet a number of different companies uh, in such uh, areas as uh, CRM or customer relationship management, uh, uh, telephony, voice over IP, um, different types of things that, that are specific to uh, particular industries. For example, insurance has comparative rating. They have agency management, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. A lot of these things I went out and I found out who the best ones were. I used some of them myself. Um, I read reviews. Uh, I talked to the companies to find out what set them apart. And I partnered with the best ones. Uh, and we continually do research on finding who are the, the technology companies that are developing new things? Um, why are they better? That sort of thing. And, and the reason I do, I do that is because it's inevitable that we're going to adopt technology for something in our business. So when we do adopt that technology, man, it's, it's so hard to go out and spend time when you're trying to run your business finding out what the right choice is. So uh, in essence, it's kind of allowed us to become subject matter experts on uh, technology and, and what technology should be used and shouldn't be used and why. Um, and, you know, we get it right 98.6% of the time, you know. Uh, we, we love to uh, think that we know everything, but obviously there's Technology is moving so fast and technology development is moving so fast today that you really have to stay on top of it to know what's out there. And there's always somebody developing something that will make a big impact, a big splash, whether it's tomorrow, next month, next year. And, and so you just kind of have to stay uh, on top of that. But uh, in, in knowing what's out there and in being able to bring those things in and implement those things in business, uh, we allow uh, – business owners to see more about what's happening in their business, to make correct 
decisions on what they should be doing with their business or with the employees that work for them in their business. And really, it's freeing because you, uh, if you don't spend 100% of your time standing over your employees or in your office, uh, but you want to have access to tell you what exactly is happening and what they're doing, uh, you know, technology gives us that freedom today, and it allows us to ultimately work virtual in, in some aspects and, and find ourselves in the field, find ourselves in meetings uh, away from the office, find ourselves uh, doing lunch or, heck, doing business on the golf course, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and still being able to stay on top of, of what's happening in our business. So uh, that was a big piece of, of what we had to bring to uh, businesses as we, as we did this. Helping businesses know what's going on, business owners and leaders know what's going on in the company and exactly. give them the vision to make those changes. That's great advice. Uh, what are some of the things that you implement that uh, you think has the biggest impact on the growth uh, for companies that you work with? Good question. Um, you know, marketing strategies and probably analytics are the two things that have the biggest splash uh, when we come in. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have an idea about the way that they market. And uh, one of the things that I find more frequently than not is that there are a lot of people out there selling their marketing strategy. Uh, and, Unfortunately, a lot of these sales folks, they end up representing one product or one particular strategy uh, type. And the one beautiful thing is we're not just about that. So uh, we try to come up with what fits the business. And, um, you know, if you create a marketing strategy and it works, outstanding. If you create a marketing strategy and it doesn't work, then you kind of go back to the drawing board. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know whether it's working or not, that's a big problem. Right. Because you're you're still spending your time and your effort trying to develop that marketing strategy. And when you don't, uh, you just continue to throw more more time and and more effort and and more money away. So uh, in analytics, uh, we measure everything that is going on in the office that can tell us uh, whether something is successful or not successful. And so. we do help develop marketing strategies. Uh, we're not uh, typically um, looking at everything that is at the technological forefront because you can, yeah, you can you can go to pay per click on on Google and, and you can buy leads on the internet and, and things of that nature and and try to run your business that way. But uh, we find that there are a lot of things that we we don't look at anymore because we believe that they're archaic or we haven't thought about them in a while, even though they were successful for us at some point. And so we're getting away from those and we're struggling because we've gotten away from the things that worked. And, you know, you talked about marketing and, uh, and, and I shouldn't say marketing, I should say networking mm-hmm. uh, earlier. And, and networking is a, is a huge way uh, to improve your, your business. Um, but a lot of people forget what all is involved in networking. And um, so, you know, you don't just focus on one specific thing. But if you do focus on that one specific thing, Let's make sure that thing is working for you. So through analytics, we measure what campaigns are actually having success, which ones are not having success, um, which people uh, that are executing those things are having success with them and which ones are not. So that when you find something that works, you spend more time focused on that than you do focused on the things that don't work for you. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, a lot of people don't understand maybe uh, what the definition of analytics is, uh, and it can have many, many different facets. uh, But ultimately, the end result is you want to find out 
how you're doing with what you're doing and make sure that uh, you're heading down the right road. You're doing the right things to be successful in your business. So uh, to answer that question, I would think, you know, uh, the right marketing strategies and analytics to measure everything that you're doing in your business make the biggest splash uh, for, for a company. Okay. So where does Hot Lead find its customers? The guy who knows how to do it. <laughs> right. Great question. Um, you know, uh, we do a lot of business in Georgia. We do a lot of business in Florida. Um, uh, I've got some uh, some clients. Uh, it's it's not as, as prevalent out west, but I've got some clients in Texas, Nevada, California, that sort of thing. Um, you know, this is backyard. Uh, we spent a lot of time uh, in Florida uh, over the last couple of years developing things, and, and I live right here in Georgia. So, uh, that's the easiest way to come about that. I, I get an enormous amount of business from referrals. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I hate to I hate to say this because I think there are going to be some people out there who don't believe me, but uh, we've got a 100% success rate. Uh, our return on investment is positive with everybody that we work with. And, you know, when you have that kind of, of experience, uh, you know, it, it breeds excitement and, and it causes people to want to refer you uh, to, to other people. Now, uh, I can't grow too fast or I know that that number is going to, to diminish. It's not going to be 100%. And, and I want to I maintain that. So as I, as I talk with business owners, uh, I make sure that it's a good fit. It has to be a win-win. You've got to be successful, and I've got to be successful as we as we work together, uh, and so you know those are the kinds of things that uh, that help us to uh, to come to the right uh, the right client, and and to make sure that we're going to be the right solution for that client. Um, but uh, but yeah, I would say that uh, in my networking and my um, referrals, uh, that that brings up a lot. I. I wrote a white paper back in January of 2014, and um, it was about uh, balanced business growth and uh, uh, put it out to as many people as I possibly could and, and got a great response from that because it was really about how to look at all kinds of different ways that you could uh, you could develop marketing strategies, doing things that you enjoyed doing, and, and still maintain some of the other stuff that, that you wanted to do. One of the, one of the ABCs was um, uh, to find something that, that you enjoyed and that you had a heart for in your community and go out and volunteer your time to, um, to help someone else. And in doing that, you're going to typically run into people that are volunteering their time, and you're going to be able to talk to them about what they do uh, along the, the lines of their, their Monday to Friday, right? So okay. uh, in, in handling that, uh, you know, you come up with a network, you come up with new, new contacts and potentially, you know, new business. Those were the kinds of things that helped us to, you know, to kind of land on the, on the map and, and get people to, uh, to start reaching out to us more frequently and, and growing. And so a lot Great. of that comes from those types of exercises. Okay, Lyle. Lyle Shepard at uh, Hot Lead Key here on Silver Lining in the Cloud. Uh, Lyle, I'm a, new, I'm a business owner. I heard about you. Uh, what kind of process am I going to go through? How are you, you know, when, when we engage, uh, when we first meet? Sure, and, sure. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so as I come in to uh, look at a new business, um, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the term, you know, 360-degree view. In other words, looking all around. Um, and, you know, we, we kind of do a 360-degree analysis of the business. I want to find out what the business is doing, why the business is doing that, 
what it is that's working, what's not working, especially from a standpoint of uh, what the goals for the company are and how did they do last year on their goals and, and how are they faring this year on their goals and where do they want to go in the future. Mm-hmm. And um, Kind of a top-down assessment? Yeah, so, so top-down assessment uh, ultimately for the purposes of finding out where you are, how things are working for you, and where you want to be so that we can develop a program that's going to work specifically for your company. Um, you know, anybody who comes in and says, you know, before they ask a single question, you know, here's what you should do, obviously, uh, shouldn't be in front of you. Uh, you know, because everybody's got a different story. Everybody's got, you know, somewhere different that they're trying to get to. And, uh, and they're not where everybody else is. So as I come in and I, and I talk to business owners and managers and find out what they want to try to accomplish, then I can understand how to build something that's really going to be effective in their, in their business. It's really going to work for them. And, um, you know, whether it is to double your business as, as, you know, we were talking about with Scott here earlier, or whether it is to, um, to take what you have and, and add 20% to it, whatever that believability is, you know, we develop a program that's going to make that work. Um, anything right. can be done. It only requires the right resources. Sometimes those resources are uh, intelligent staff. Sometimes those resources are money. Sometimes those, uh, those resources are technology. Um, and, and we'll get there as fast as we want to get there. The problem is, you know, if you want to get there quick, then, you know, you might have to spend a little bit more in those other areas to, to make that happen. Uh, and, and that's not always a problem. Uh, some people are, I had a guy tell me the other day, he said, I'll, I'll spend $50,000 this year if it'll make me $50,000 this year, and I can make $50,000 next year as well. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hey, that's great. You know, uh, you, you know, if you get your money back this year and, and your return on investment is 100% next year, then uh, outstanding. You know, that's, that's exactly what you want. So it just depends on what your mindset is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds like it's a little different for every every business too, depending on the type of business and the, the culture and the and the people running the company. And you're able to work with those guys uh, in any in a lot of different facets. So that's great. absolutely. Uh, again, you know, coming from you know manufacturing, logistics, sales, you know, all those different experiences that I've had uh, in the last 25 years. Uh, you know, it really gave me a unique blend of how to know how to uh, not only communicate with those people and find out what it is that they were trying to do, uh, but have some some knowledge about their businesses and, and what they're trying to accomplish. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that I've come across uh, in the course of my experience to, uh, uh, to help business owners develop what they want to try to develop. Okay, Lyle. Lyle, Lyle Shepard at uh, Hot Lead Key. And tell us about what's uh, next for you and uh, the Hot Lead Key. Right, right. What's um, coming up? Uh, stay tuned. Uh, very interesting uh, year in 2015, I believe. Um, we're currently developing a marketing plan for um, a line of uh, high-end custom earbuds. Uh, you know, you go, go to the big box retailers and you find um, – uh, all kinds of headphones and, and gosh, there's a there's a there's a whole aisle full of different kinds of headphones now, and, and everything's you know pretty much over the ear. But uh, we have uh, come across something that I think is going to be really exciting, a lot of fun to work with. Um, people in the um, uh, production end of the business, uh, whether it be uh, on stage or um, 
uh, or in studio uh, are using uh, a lot of this right now. It's really high end and, and costs a lot of money, but uh, new technology is coming out and uh, things are being developed uh, that are going to allow this to kind of bleed down into the, the general population and be affordable. Uh, so you can have custom-made headphones uh, that are earbuds that won't pop out and, and things of that nature um, that uh, uh, that you can get your hands on uh, at a reasonable you know cost and um, uh, I'm I'm expecting that there will be a uh, big name international star that'll back this and um, and that it'll get real exciting real fast. So uh, still a little secret to it. A li- little bit of a secret to it. But um, it's coming. Yep, can't say too much or, or we you know we could you know do some damage to to what we're working on, but uh-huh. um, a lot of exciting stuff uh, in 2015. Um, Again, uh, the energy company that I mentioned earlier, uh, very, very interesting uh, as it relates to uh, clean energy and developing uh, new energies um, out of out of waste product and, and things of that nature. And then, uh, um, you know, this thing and, and, and possibly even some some production uh, in and around the uh, the southeast uh, okay. for um for concerts and, and things of that nature. So a lot of exciting stuff. Yeah. And uh, what's the best way for people to follow up on this and to uh, keep track of that? I'm one of them, going to be one of them. Sure. Now you got me on the edge of my seat. Uh, should <laughs> I be watching your website? Or, that's the plan. Uh, that's yeah. the plan. We- uh, website, uh, you can find us at thehotleadkey.com. Uh, you can also uh, catch us um, on Twitter at your CRM solution. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, LinkedIn, reach out to me. I'd be happy to uh, uh, to connect with you, talk with you about your business, and and definitely uh, try to see what we can do to help you to grow in 2015. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm very available. Uh, I, I stay uh, very hands on in the management of the business and uh, work with my staff to make sure that we give uh, you know that 100 um, percent as as we uh, take on new clients and and continue to try to achieve, try, try to achieve that uh, 100% satisfaction rating great thank you Lyle great advice hey uh, you've been on behalf of CDI managed services uh, I'm Dom Rainey and it's been a pleasure hosting today's show uh, to listen to this show and other silver lining and cloud broadcasts go to silverlining.businessradiox.com and uh, we want to Again, thank our guest, uh, Scott Spector, the owner of uh, Five Star Painting, and Lyle Shepard, the CEO at uh, the Hot Lead Key. And until next week, remember, when it comes to outsourced IT support, managing your company in the cloud, uh, CDI Managed Services is your silver lining in the cloud. (laughs) 